Today is the Feast of All Saints. And for many churches, All Saints encompasses both All Saints and All Souls. But here at St. Michael, we actually partition these two services apart. All Saints in the morning, All Souls in the evening. And as I noted earlier, we've got a special service this evening at 530 for All Souls, which allows us with All Saints to really focus on this idea of the saints of the church, the saints of the church that have lived incredible lives that can inspire us and allow us to be aspirational in the way that we live our own lives. These saints, this cloud of witnesses, as St. Paul describes them, are people who surround us on every side, people who are above and below us, People who sustain us, inspire, and support us. These incredible people who give us a goal in our own lives. Now, when we talk about all saints, we do have to talk about the idea of the heavenly kingdom, of who God is hoping that we will be and what reality awaits us in our future. We see a glimpse of that today in the reading from Revelation. In Revelation, John writes, There is a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages. They are before the throne of God. They will hunger no more. They will thirst no more. The sun will not strike them, or the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. And he will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Now, this passage from Revelation gives us a glimpse at what God promises us. A glimpse of who will be part of God's kingdom. Of who God is bringing together as part of God's kingdom. And man, it sounds like a whole lot of different people. And I kind of think that's beautiful. Because if we look at the faithful people around the world, the faithful people all over the world are part of one universal church trying to follow God as best they can. This includes rich people and poor people. This includes people of every ethnicity, men and women, Democrats and Republicans, creationists and evolutionists and everyone in between. God has given an invitation to everyone to follow and to be part of the kingdom, both here on earth and in the future. That kingdom is remembered here on All Saints Day in a pretty special way. All Saints is an opportunity for us to think about the people that we want to be. Think about the life we want to live, the way we want to impact the world around us. So let's start with the great saints of the church. Now, I don't know about you, but having been raised Catholic, saints were a real big part of my life. For some Episcopalians or maybe some Episcopal converts, saints are kind of that odd thing that's sort of out there. Like we sort of know about the saints, but eh. let me invite you to consider stories that you may have heard of great saints of the past. All saints are people who lived lives of great faith. Almost all of them, if you were to just look up good saint stories, what you would see is lives that were difficult, people who faced a lot of trouble, people who would have faced trials and temptations, possibly even pain and heartbreak. And yet, 
Their faithfulness sustained them. Their faithfulness allowed them to bear witness to the love of Christ in a world that was often, most often, not loving. And by doing so, the saints inspired the people around them and can continue to inspire us today. But you see, it doesn't just stop there because there are great saints of the church, people named as Saint Whomever, but I think there are also saints in our own lives, saints in our own lives who make a big impact and influence in who we are. At All Souls this evening, we'll remember those we love but see no longer, but I'm talking about the people, not just that we loved, but the people who influenced and impacted us in really significant ways that we might even call saintly. Last night, one of my grandmothers died peacefully after a long illness and a decline, and she was surrounded by some of her family members, and then we were all able to be a part of a prayer on our own for her life and in thanksgiving for what she did. And for me, she is definitely one of those saintly figures, impacting me in significant ways. Church was important to her. Family was important to her. She held a very high standard of what life could be and the hopefulness that we all find in Christ. We all have people like that in our lives. People who have not just loved us, but who have shaped and molded us into the people we are. People who hoped for us, who prayed for us, who guided us very deeply and profoundly. See, today, we get to remember the saints we didn't know and the saints we knew very well. But it's not just a day where we remember. It's a day where we invite the impact and the influence of the connections that we have with those saints. Because you see, today is not a day where we only remember, but a day where we are inspired to be different, to live differently. And so I invite you to consider what kind of connections you have in your life. Are you impacting someone else in a saintly way? Are you being impacted by someone still living in a saintly way? You know, impact and influence are things that people talk about in the world all the time, but they're often unmeasurable. You consider the people who loved you and lifted you up and supported you along the way, their support is mostly unmeasurable, but it is true. Today we're being invited by Christ to allow God to be that kind of unmeasurable, true, impact and influence on our lives, just as God has done for countless people before us. When we consider the invitation of Christ, that invitation goes to every person, everywhere, regardless of what they have done or may do. God invites us into a reality that we cannot see, one that is aspirational, one in which we will always fail to actually achieve, but where we reach and work every day. And we see that in today's gospel lesson. Jesus offers what we call the Beatitudes, a group of sayings that are very aspirational, a list of blessings that are often confusing and seem unrealistic. Listen again to who Jesus includes here. 
Jesus speaks of what the kingdom looks like in this series of blessings on a hilltop in Galilee to a group of people who had followed him, seeking something more. And Jesus says, blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the persecuted. Blessed even are the hated. And when we hear that list of blessings, at least for me, people who fall in those categories are not the kind of people I typically identify as blessed. They are not the kind of people our world typically identifies as blessed. And so then what is Jesus asking us to do and asking us to be? I think it comes down to a very simple idea. God wants us to know that we are blessed. And God wants us to be blessing in the world. And where the rubber hits the road is when the world gets tough and hard and uncertain and scary. And this coming week is not unlike that in our world. We are all in the middle of this crucible where so much is pouring on top of us that we are all so very raw. I think many of us exhausted, simply wanting this stuff to end. And in that kind of rawness, we might forget who we really want to be, who God calls us to be, who we can be. And so this week, today, I want us to just take a moment to consider the best of who we are, and perhaps not even the best of who we want to be, but consider the saints in your lives who have hoped best for you. Who are those people in your lives who love you unconditionally? Who do they want you to be? This week, we get a chance to actually follow Christ in very tangible ways. It would be super easy for us this week to find ourselves being partisan, to find ourselves being separated, to find ourselves disconnected from the people around us. But do not be, make a mistake that our unity does not come from what the world offers. Our unity comes from Christ. Our unity comes from our faithfulness. Our unity comes from being at the foot of the cross full of humility, knowing that even in our most desperate moments, we are blessed. That we are blessed by a God who loves us no matter, a God who walks with us every step of the way, and a God who will sustain us no matter how raw or exhausted or frustrated or disappointed we may be. Today, we remember the saints who come before us. We remember those who have loved us completely and wholly. And we remember that God wants us to be saints like them. We are blessed in countless ways, ways we can't even imagine. Today, in this week, in this month, 
Our world needs us to be confident and courageous in our blessing so that we can be a blessing to every other person we meet along the way. We have a chance to do just that this week. So say your prayers, find your peace, and be that blessing that God wants us to be. Amen.